0: Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Saturday. We're in the season of ordinary time, and we are finishing up the third week after Pentecost. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In the hand, in your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before our Lord, the Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. You have been born anew through the living and abiding word of God. A reading from Matthew chapter 10. A disciple is not above the teacher, nor a slave above the master. It is enough for the disciple to be like the teacher and the slave, like the master, if they have called the master of the house Beelzebul, how much more will they malign those of his household? So I have no fear of them, for nothing is covered up that will not be uncovered, and nothing secret that will not become known. What I say to you in the dark, tell them the light and what you hear whispered, proclaim from the housetops, do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul rather. Fear the one who can destroy both body and soul in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? And yet, not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father, and even the hairs of your head are counted. So do not be afraid, for you are of more value than many sparrows. Everyone, therefore, who acknowledges me before others, will also I will also acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But whoever denies me before others, I will also deny before my Father in heaven. Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against his mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and one's foes will be members of one's own household. For whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up the cross and follow me is not worthy of me. For those who find their life will lose it. And those who lose their life for my sake will find it. We heard Paul yesterday talk about the life of the baptized as one that begins with the old creature dying with Christ, being crucified with Christ in baptism. So that God can raise a new creature from the dead to live through Christ and in the Holy Spirit And now this morning we hear Jesus' own vivid description of the lives of those he has chosen to be his followers. It is a matter of losing our own life so that we might find a true and authentic life in Christ. Reconciled and restored to God, we receive our full humanity now rightly related to God. This kind of life, though, can be more than a little disorienting. The late Dallas Willard compared the life of Jesus' disciple to a pilot flying the plane right side up in a world that is flying upside down. That is the kind of life Jesus is describing here. A life of peace that's opposed violently. A life of love and hospitality, also violently rejected. A life of freedom violently resisted by a world that knows only how to judge, accuse, and condemn to enslave To live as a follower of Jesus now, as it was then, is to take up the cross. Not that we have to go out of our way to look for a cross to bear, but the world will be quick to put one on us the moment we follow Jesus. And yet Jesus promises this is the way of life, freedom, peace, and joy that comes from God, and the way of faith, hope, and love that follows through our life from the God who is love. The resurrection and life in Christ is the far end of the journey, and we are residents and full citizens of this new kingdom. But now we live life in a hospital world, and we live by faith. And so I suppose this is the faith of Abraham that we have inherited. We press on toward the promise that is as sure and certain as God's word, but we have to leave behind what was, for what God has promised will be. There was an article this week, about, an ongoing, about the ongoing unchurching of Americans. It seems that a growing number of people have chosen not to attend worship service, and this is true, it seems, for all religions, not just Christians, but everyone. And yet we hear the call in the voice of our Master, the voice of our Master calling us to an assembly where He Himself has promised to meet us in water, in word, in bread, in wine, in fellowship, in love, with mercy and grace and peace. This weekend, as the world flies upside down away from the gathering of disciples, will you, by God's grace, fly right into the loving arms of your Lord and your God, who sees you, who knows you, who values you, who knows the full beauty of your humanity and loves you so fully. And Can you invite somebody else to join you in following Jesus? In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Almighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for this gift of rain that waters a dry world and brings life and new life, for the new creation that we receive in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness for the promise of resurrection For the gift of relationship with others and for the communion of faith within your church. For who else? For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony and for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the Holy Spirit fill you with new life and abundant joy. And the blessing of Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you now and forever. Amen.